What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle, and in this video, we're going to be going over my 2021 schedule observations. If you guys, I have the link in the description below, but if you go to thefantasyfellowship.com, click on the free content tab, and we'll just scroll a little bit here, and we're, we're going to be recovering or reviewing this 2021 schedule observations. Uh, I went through and I made a big schedule grid here to kind of just show you guys where the hot defenses and things that we want to attack, things to avoid. Uh, so I do have this over in the uh, the Google Sheets document as well. Maybe it's a little bit bigger for you to see. But what we're looking at here is on the left, I have the, the defenses ranked from the best defense at the top being Pittsburgh and Washington, all the way to the bottom with Jacksonville and Detroit and Houston. And basically, essentially, for fantasy football, you want to target the green defenses. We kind of want to avoid the red defenses. So this whole thing is about which teams have, you know, the hot starts, you know, really good green matchups to start the year, which ones have the ones at the at the playoffs for the weeks 15, 16, and 17. Basically, we're just kind of looking and see what kind of what kind of streaks we can get on and identify some teams that we're going to want to be a part of down the stretch. So uh, with that said, uh, if you do check out the free article, I did write up pretty much as many teams as I could think of. And for the easiest schedules, we're going to first talk about weeks 15, 16, and 17, because with the 18 game schedule now, those are the weekends that we're going to be caring about for a fantasy playoff. So weeks 15, 16, and 17, I, I identified some teams here that we're going to be interested in. And the first one on the list is the Washington football team. They're going to play at Philly, at Dallas, and versus Philadelphia. So uh, I guess before I even get into that, I looked up Pro Football Network's defensive rankings, and that's kind of what I used here to uh, to figure out which are the hot defenses and which are the ones uh, that we want to target. So uh, let's see, Washington football team, they have the second best or the third best defense on this list. And starting in week 11, you see this stretch of green that they have right here. Um, let me see if I can uh, go to this tab. So from week 11 on, this is going to be a team we want to be a part of. They got this nice stretch to finish the year. That's at Carolina, Seattle, Las Vegas, Dallas, Philly, Dallas, and Philly. So they have this really nice stretch of bottom defenses. Uh, it's kind of, you know, difficult in the middle of the season. So if you just kind of hold on and, and you know, we, we get to week 11 and you're going to be a playoff team, it's got a really nice ring to it uh, as we get into the championship weekend. So Washington, um, of course, Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, those are the guys that we're interested in. Uh, and then I just, I really like that they have a stretch from week 11 to 17. That's a really, really good stretch for the Washington football team. Up next on the list is San Francisco 49ers. And again, this is the easiest schedules for the fantasy playoffs. And during the weeks 15, 16, and 17 for the 49ers, they're going to get Atlanta at Tennessee and at Houston. Uh, this might even be better than the Washington football team. I'm, I'm unsure of Philadelphia's defense, but uh, I, just, I just like that. Uh, we get two games against Philly and one against Dallas. That should be a, a pretty good thing for Washington. But just with the 49ers, you're getting Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston. These are some bottom-ranked defenses. And then similar to uh, similar to the Washington football team, we're starting in Week 11, and this is a really favorable schedule the rest of the season. They got Jacksonville on the road, Minnesota. Minnesota is going to be a much better defense than they were last year. They actually improved over the you know the course of the season, and they just added a lot of resources this offseason. Uh, but it goes Jacksonville, Minnesota, Seattle, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Tennessee, and Houston. We're going to be really interested in some San Francisco players down the stretch. And I identified some guys here. Continue drafting George Kittle. Continue to, to go after. I, I like Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk in the middle of the drafts. I think they're going in like the 6th, 7th, 8th round. Uh, pretty good options there. And then the running backs, Trey Sermon, Raheem Mostert. 
for the beginning of the season, it's probably going to be more Raheem Mostert, but we can see Trey Sermon slowly taking that over if there's an injury to Raheem. Um, so both those guys will have use at some point. And then what do we do with the quarterback? I don't know. Maybe by then Trey Lance is the starter, but as long as Jimmy G is starting, he's going to be a quarterback two for Superflex leagues. And then when Lance does come, uh, he's going to be a quarterback one with some upside. So if you want to draft Lance with one of your last picks in a redraft league, man, starting week 11, it could be a really, really fun ride for your 49ers so we got the washington football team the 49ers and now we're going to talk about the denver broncos they're going to get cincinnati las vegas and the chargers uh really really juicy opportunity here for the broncos and then the week before that let's see we got denver up here they're going to get detroit uh so week 14 they're going to be at home against the lions really soft matchup before the fantasy playoffs and then cincinnati las vegas and the chargers Continue to draft uh, the wide receivers and the tight ends there. you got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. I love all those guys. doesn't really matter who the quarterback is at this point. I think it's going to be Teddy Bridgewater. We'll see. If Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback, I actually like the value for the receivers a little bit more. Drew Locke's a little bit more up and down. Teddy at least has proven that. I mean, last year, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he put three wide receivers in the top 25 of PPR League. So I like the options with Teddy. And Teddy could be, he could be a quarterback too in super flex leagues. That could be kind of fun. Uh, but again, it's kind of like the 49ers. We don't know who the running back is going to be. This makes me, because it's later in the year, I really like Javante Williams. He's going to have an ability to show what he can do early in the season and just continue to get a bigger workload. And then Melvin Gordon, maybe by then it's probably, you know, falling off for him and his touches and his value. So I like Javante quite a bit. The other team here is, there's a couple other teams that I noted. We got Tampa Bay with the juicy schedule. They got the Saints, Carolina, and the Jets. Uh, I don't think we expect the, the Panthers or the Jets to make the playoffs. We'll see about New Orleans. But a pretty favorable matchup here down the stretch for Tampa Bay. Continue drafting all the guys here in bold. The Colts have a pretty nice schedule. They're going to play the Patriots week 15, but they'll get the Cardinals in Las Vegas. Potential for a, a fast-track game against Arizona. Uh, on the turf there, that could be a lot of fun. And then Las Vegas, they just have one of the the, the rougher defenses, uh, I guess, for a week uh, a championship weekend in Week 17. So I like the Colts here. And then some honor, honorable mentions for easy schedules down the stretch. The Bears, the Giants, the Jaguars, the Lions, and the Texans. And what are we going to do with the Jags, Lions, and Texans? Uh, we'll see. But that's those are the guys with the easiest schedules. And again, that's kind of all the green. I'm just kind of looking at all the green areas back here. There were a couple other teams that had some nice uh, like stretches of games here. You see uh, like the Rams are going to get Jacksonville, Arizona, Seattle, weeks 13 through 15. Uh, there's a couple other nice uh, you know movements going into the playoffs here too. So, But let's identify, uh, let's, let's go down in the article and see who has the toughest schedules for the fantasy playoffs in weeks 15, 16, and 17. One of the first teams on the list is Carolina. They have uh, they have to go to Buffalo week 15, then Tampa Bay and New Orleans. Two of the three are on the road. So that makes me uh, a little bit more nervous for the passing weapons in Sam Bradford or Sam Darnold, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson. I think Christian McCaffrey will be just fine, uh, but maybe we're a little bit nervous about the passing game there. Uh, the Green Bay Packers have Balt they're at Baltimore, Cleveland, and then Minnesota. I expect all three of those teams to be playoff teams. I don't know if this is going to make me hesitant to draft, you know, Aaron Jones, Devontae, and Aaron Rodgers. It's kind of the same thing with Tennessee. They have a tough schedule here. They're at Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Miami. It's not going to make me nervous about Derrick Henry, Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Uh, but that's a tough schedule at Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Miami. Again, three very likely playoff teams this season. 
Uh, and then the Raiders. The Raiders have one of the – they have the most brutal schedule in the NFL this season. Uh, they're going to be at Cleveland, Denver, and Indianapolis. These are going to be probably all top 10 defenses. Uh, I think at the moment right now, the only guy that I can trust on the Raiders is going to be Darren Waller. We'll talk about this a little bit more uh, in just a few minutes when we look at the beginning of the season because the Raiders, man, they just – they have one of the worst endings of the season and they have easily like the worst beginning first six games of the year. Uh, but Kenyon Drake, Henry Ruggs, John Brown, Derek Carr, I just, I don't know. Josh Jacobs is probably not going to be on a lot of my teams. If you want a Raider, just take Darren Waller and call it a day. Uh, the Vikings are going to be at Chicago, LA Rams, and at Green Bay. The Vikings and the Packers are going to be in the thick of it for the NFC North. The Rams are going to be tough. They're going to have to be scrapping for a game in the NFC West. Uh, so what do we do with, you know, we're still going to take Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins. Maybe he's not a quarterback, too, during this stretch. Uh, and then an Adam Thielen, we'll see if he can uh, can continue to stay healthy for this stretch. The Eagles, because we we liked the Washington schedule of this, uh, we're not going to like the Philly schedule where they have to play Washington twice and the Giants. So that that Redskins or the Washington football team defense is going to be no joke. And we'll see, you know, we'll see by the end of the season, we, we will we'll kind of have a, a better feel for the Jalen Hurts offense, the Devonta Smith and all these things. So I'm not, I'm not too excited about the Eagles down the stretch. And then some honorable mentions for tough schedules these last three weeks, the Chiefs, the Browns, the Jets, and the Falcons. So that's kind of, you know, the teams that stuck out to me, again, just strictly looking at weeks 15, 16, and 17. And uh, again, just red, bad. We want to avoid the red. We want to attack the green. So I hope this is kind of helping you guys uh, just have some thoughts here. Uh, but if we go further down the list, I got some easy schedules to start the year. And one of my favorites that I found was the Minnesota Vikings. They have a huge run that's super attractive. And we kind of just talked about them having a rough three-game schedule during the fantasy playoffs. But to start the year, they're going to be at Cincinnati, at Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland, D uh, Detroit, at Carolina, they'll have a bye, and then Dallas. So they get a handful of teams here that are just not very good at defense. Cleveland's probably the best defense of the group. Cardinals might be the next best. But otherwise, you're going to get Cincinnati, Seattle, Detroit, Carolina, Dallas. Those are five candidates for you know the bottom 10 defenses in the league this year so i really really like kirk cousins to begin the season if you play super flex leagues kirk cousins he's going to be one of my favorite quarterback two options adam thielen and irv smith could get off to hot start hot starts as well and then uh, the next team on the list is the panthers we talked about them having a tough schedule as well but look at this opening uh opening schedule for them they, they're going to be uh, against the jets they'll have to play the saints but then they get houston dallas philly Minnesota will be tougher, but then the Giants and Atlanta, this is a, a pretty nice opportunity for Christian McCaffrey to just get off to a hot start. I also like DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and I think Sam Darnold, if you guys play in super flex leagues, he could be a useful uh, quarterback number two for us. The 49ers, they're the one of the only teams that met the criteria for an easy start of the season and a really nice end of the season. So I'm, I'm going to be all aboard the 49ers this year. George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, we love all that. Uh, but the opening schedule here is at Detroit, at Philly, Green Bay, Seattle, at Arizona. Um, so this is, you know, again, more a handful of really bottom teams uh, at the defensive side here. I think the Green Bay game, the home opener against Green Bay, that will be interesting. Seattle, those games usually get high scoring. Arizona, same thing too. Uh, but the opener, especially at Detroit and then at Philly, we'll see how they do. Uh, but man, that might be a Raheem Mostert, you know, early stretch of the run here. He can maybe be an RB2 the first four or five weeks. Uh, but again, Trey Sermon, I think if you draft Trey Sermon, you can maybe whip him out as a flex to start the year. And then as the year goes on, if Mostert gets dinged up, we could have something really nice with Trey Sermon. 
the Broncos are another team that made the list for an easy fantasy playoff schedule and a pretty nice start. They're going to be at the Giants at Jacksonville and home against the New York Jets. If the Broncos aren't 3-0 by the end of this, something went wrong. They, sh they should easily handle themselves here. Again, the main question is who's the quarterback going to be? I still like Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Noah Fant. And I think for fantasy, we're going to hope it's Teddy Bridgewater. He should be able to move the ball uh, the best for this offense. Uh, Cardinals made the list. They're going to be at Tennessee versus Minnesota at Jacksonville. We love Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. I think James Conner is going to have a pretty nice season. And then Chase Edmonds can be useful in PPR leagues. And then you got the New York Jets having one of the easier schedules. They're going to be at Carolina. They're going to have a tough game against the Patriots, probably a tough game against Denver. Uh, but then they'll get Tennessee and Atlanta. You know, they can maybe sneak out two wins out of this group. Uh, but either way, Zach Wilson, that first week at Carolina, We'll see what he's made of, and then uh, hopefully some nice games against Tennessee and Atlanta. So let's uh, let's move on to the toughest schedules to start this season. Uh, and I have three teams here that just have brutal, brutal schedules to start the year. And the number one team that I'm think I'm gonna I'm probably just gonna avoid the Raiders this season. It's uh, it's tough. They're gonna be at home against Baltimore Week One, at Pittsburgh, Miami, at L.A. Chicago and at Denver. These are six of these teams that like they're all going to be in the top 10 of, of defenses this season. And last year, I think all these defenses were, were top 10 as well. So for me, I, I don't know if I can take Josh Jacobs this year in the fourth round. That's also going to take me out of pretty much any player on the Raiders besides Darren Waller. I think uh, with these tough schedules, they might have to throw the ball a little bit more than we're used to. They're going to be uh, attacked. You know, Derek Carr is going to be probably a little uncomfortable in the pocket. These are some really good pass rushers here. Maybe Kenyon Drake could benefit in PPR leagues. He could be, you know, like an RB3 flex. He could be on the field more than people are expecting if Josh Jacobs is being taken out of the game. So, oh, the Raiders, it's going to be they're, – they're going to be lucky to be like two and four. Like at, at best case scenario, I can see them at two and four. So uh, trying to avoid the Raiders. And then you got the Seattle Seahawks. We still like the offense. I'm still drafting Russ Wilson, Chris Carson, Metcalf, and Lockett. But look at this, this schedule here. The opening is at Indianapolis, Tennessee, at Minnesota, San Francisco, the Rams, Pittsburgh, and New Orleans. Like all seven of these teams are going to be in the playoff contention. Um, so Seattle could get off to a, a really slow start. They do have a nice uh, schedule after this, but it, it could be a little slow to get out of the gate. They could be three and four, two and five. I wouldn't be surprised if they're kind of up and down through here. The Chiefs, we still like our Kansas City Chiefs, but they're going to be against Cleveland at home week one at Baltimore. Chargers at Philly, Buffalo at Washington. Again, just all playoff contending teams. So don't be alarmed if the Chiefs start even three and three or four and two uh, as, as they kind of get their, their season going. The Lions, we don't really need to talk too much about the Lions. They're going to be at home against San Francisco, then at Green Bay, Baltimore, Chicago, at Minnesota. They're, they're likely going to be 0-5. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, Probably the only line I'm going to trust this season. DeAndre Swift should be a nice PPR RB2, uh, but we really got to watch Jamal Williams. It sounds like Jamal, they call Jamal Williams their A-back. He's probably going to be their leading carrier uh, in between the tackles this year. And then uh, Jared Goff, maybe a quarterback too in Superflex leagues. I'm not interested in Tyrell Williams, Brashad Perriman, Amon Ross St. Brown. Just give me Hawkinson, and I'll, I'll consider DeAndre Swift if he falls to the third round. A couple other teams here that made the list for tough starts. The Dolphins, they're going to be at New England, Buffalo. The Raiders, that's like the one cupcake. And then Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Like, ooh, like this is this is a handful of tough uh, playoff opponents for the Dolphins. 
Not sure who I trust on the Dolphins. I think Tua could be a nice uh, value as a quarterback too this year, but who's his best receiver? Is it Fuller? Is it Waddle? Is it Parker? Gaskin could be a nice PPR running back too, but I think Malcolm Brown's going to probably upset people a little bit there. And then Mike Jasicki, just because the value of tight end is a little little strange, I think he could be a low tight end one. And then let me just kind of read off some of the remaining teams. The Packers have a tough schedule this year. They're going to be at New Orleans to start. They get a cupcake against Detroit and then at San Francisco at Pittsburgh. So three, like three of the top five defenses in the league, uh, two of those games on the road. I still like Aaron Jones, Devontae, and Aaron Rodgers, but uh, the number one offense will be battle tested uh, early on in the season. Um, Kind of the same thing for Buffalo. Uh, We still really like this offense and it's just going to have to be a little bit of patience at the start of the year. They get Miami at the Jets, New uh, New Orleans, and then Tampa Bay. I'm still going to draft Diggs and Josh Allen. We'll see what happens between the running back, Zach Moss, and Devin Singletary. And then monitor the receivers. It sounds like Emmanuel Sanders is going to be the leading candidate for the number two job there. We'll see about Cole Beasley and Gabe Davis. Um, and then the Los Angeles Rams, really tough schedule. They're going to be at home against Chicago, SoFi Stadium. On a, I think it's a Sunday night opener. Uh, at Indianapolis, and then Tampa Bay. That's a really brutal start for Matt Stafford with his first, uh, basically his first three games with his new team. I'm still interested in Cam Akers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Tyler Higby, but we got to be just a little patient because after after those three games, let me see, we can scroll up here. The Rams, after those first three weeks, Chicago, Indy, and Tampa Bay, they're going to get a stretch of green games here. Uh, from weeks four to nine, that could be really nice. And again, they have that nice end of the season schedule, weeks 13 through about 16. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff in here. If you guys want to check it out again, the links in the description below. Uh, I don't know if this means anything. Again, these are just you know preseason defensive rankings, but it's interesting to note and take uh, you know a little bit of notes on this. Again, we like the Washington schedule. We like the San Francisco schedule. We really like the Denver schedule. A lot of these teams with green at the back of our schedules could be in for some really nice fantasy playoff numbers. So that's going to do it for this video. Check out the article, subscribe to the channel if you guys are new. And uh, thank you guys so much. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.